welcome to Questions from the Closet. I'm Charlie Bird. And I'm Ben Shalati. Each episode, we discuss a question that we commonly get asked as LGBTQ Latter-day Saints. We are not trying to answer this question or come to a consensus, but simply sharing our perspectives. The question we're discussing today is, should I label myself? So Ben and I are not terribly diverse. We share a lot of the same opinions and life experiences. So for example, Charlie and I are both tall. We're both roughly 6'3", which means that we have a great vantage point at parades and we're easy to spot in a crowd. Right. We know what it's like to be cramped in the backseat of a car. Um, But we also have some pretty big differences. For example, Charlie is an amazing dancer. He can dance like no one's watching in front of millions of people. Yeah, and when Ben dances, nobody really wants to watch. Which is true. Yeah. So uh, because of that, um, because we're so similar, we want to provide a variety of voices and perspectives on this show. So today we are joined by Creed. Hello. (laughs) How are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, Creed, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm from San Diego, California area. This is my last semester at BYU. I served a mission in Argentina, studying family life. I plan to be a therapist at some point, so grad school, but for now I'll be taking a year or years of break to make more money, get some more work experience, and figure out for sure exactly what I want to do. So taking a gap year or gap years. Correct. Great. Well, you might be quarantined because of coronavirus. So lots of time to think about stuff, I guess. Great. So positive. (laughs) That joke won't be topical in a year. (laughs) Well, we're really glad you're here to join us, and today we're going to have a conversation about labels. And so I figured to get things kicked off, we should probably go over the existing acronym LGBTQ plus and SSA. All right. So the L in LGBTQIA plus stands for lesbian, uh, which is women who are attracted to women. I'm sure most people know what that means. Right. Uh, And then the G is gay, uh, typically men who are attracted to other men. And gay can also be uh, used to describe women. The B is bisexual, so people who are attracted to more than one gender. The T is transgender, which is someone who was assigned one sex at birth and identifies as a different sex or anywhere on the transgender spectrum, including non-binary or agender or gender non-conforming. Q can stand for questioning or queer. Someone who's questioning is someone who is uh, wondering if they fit on the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. And queer is an umbrella term that can just really mean anyone who isn't uh, heterosexual or cisgender. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just jump in there. Cisgender means you identify as your sex at birth. Yeah, sex assigned at birth. Yeah. Um, and the I stands for intersex, so a person who has biological characteristics of of two sexes or more than one sex. Uh, so someone could have uh, chromosomes that are neither male nor female. Mm-hmm. And then the A would be asexual. Uh huh. Yeah. Meaning you don't really feel physical attraction, mm-hmm. right? Or sexual attraction. Sexual attraction. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of labels. Um, I'll add that within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, many people identify as SSA or same-sex attracted. And each of these identities are different and mean different things to different people. And so today we're going to try to explore that. And each of us are going to talk about how we identify and why and when we started um, using labels and kind of how that's... Um, either hurt or helped us in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't we start with Creed? Creed, why don't you tell us how you self-identify now? Right now, I identify as same-sex attracted, or I experience same-sex attraction for the most part. A lot of times when I'm with my friends or even family, I just say gay just because it's less syllables and a little bit easier to say, and they know what I mean when I say it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So you have this so you identify as gay just as a way to uh, facilitate conversation. Correct. When it's like easier just to say gay, which is a lot quicker and faster than SSA. And I don't I don't mind the switching of of words. What I really care about is like people knowing who I am and what I stand for, what I uh, what my plans are. And once they know that, I don't really care what label I use. It's so initially I use same sex attracted because I feel like that more so uh, fits with my goals and plans for life mm-hmm. and how I experience life in general. So whereas another label might have different connotations just for me personally. So for now, that's kind of how I generally present myself. But once people know me, I don't care about labels. Okay. What is it about SSA or same-sex attracted that feels more authentic to you in your experience? So for me, I just see it as a part of my life as, sure, a lens that I view the world. I mean, I'm more uh, attracted to people of the same sex. Um, But... And, and I think that just works. I think that's just a, a logical, correct, or true term, maybe more scientific kind of thing. I'm big into science and, or at least social sciences. And I just find it to be just a natural truth about my life. I am same-sex attracted. Like, that's just it. Um, but I don't quite um, identify with the gay label, for example, in, in public settings uh, yet. I'm, I'm just saying this because sure, it could change based off my life circumstances, what I choose to do. But for now, I don't do that because I feel like generally it comes with a connotation of I want to engage in dating of people of the same sex or sexual behavior with the people of the same sex. And that's just for me. When I hear somebody else talking about their own um label whether that's gay or or bisexual whatever i also because i'm familiar with the community i don't like assume anything i kind of want to ask them well how do they live their life if i want to know what their life is like sure with that that first label um it tells me a little bit about their sexual attraction but that's really it um but for other people who aren't as familiar with the community they might assume certain things about someone if if they use a certain label. I, I think you make a really good point. Words are kind of placeholders for meaning and sometimes they mean different things to different people. So throughout my life, I've used different labels to describe myself at different points in my life. I'm 36 now. And when I first started realizing that I was attracted to men, uh, when, I was in, when I was in middle school, there's no way I would have called myself gay. In fact, people asked me if I was gay. My name is Ben Gay. Oh, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. But, uh, yeah. Uh, pe- people used to tease me and call me Ben Gay. Because of the cream. <laughs> right. And of course, it didn't affect me. Of course not. People oh, call I'm me sure Ben that Gay. that was horrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. So people would ask me if I was gay, and I would say no, and I didn't feel like I was lying. And uh, I remember there was this girl when I was in high school who asked me if I was gay, and I said, I am not gay, and she insisted that I was, and I said, I'm not gay, and she said, well, you might not be now, but you will be in the future, which was kind of her checkmate, and that freaked me out because Mm -hmm. I so did not want to be gay. And then when I started coming to terms with my orientation in, when I was in my 20s, I started to um, identify as same-sex attracted or having SSA. But that term just never really like sat well with me. I, I don't know why. It just never really 
I never really felt like it described who I was. And so with my friends, after I started coming out, uh, I had a different nickname for my orientation, which was Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was because I was spending the summer in Mexico, and I would go home from work every day and watch an episode of Hannah Montana, and I was very embarrassed about it. So I was talking to my friend Craig, and I was like, Craig, don't tell anyone about Hannah Montana. And I was like, oh, that's a good nickname because she has She gets the, the best of both worlds. And she has the secret that only her close friends <laughs> and family know about that, make her, that makes her super awesome. Uh, so for years, I just called my orientation Hannah Montana. Because the term SSA didn't really feel like it fit for me, and neither did the term gay. What a nickname! Why not just make up a new label and and ha- identify as that? Right, Ben Gay. Yeah, and it was it was actually very sad when I came out publicly on my blog and started calling myself gay. Some of my friends were like, "So are, are we not calling it Hannah Montana anymore?" And it's like this little club we had kind of died you away. To like retire that sad. term. Yeah, I actually have a blog post called "The Death of Hannah Montana." Oh wow, that's, which is not as morbid that, as it sounds. That's dark. <laughs> Or the transformation of Hannah Montana. That's better. You know, that would have been better, but I should go back to 2015 and fix that. If only. Yeah, so for a while, I mean, most of, once I like actually would fess up to the fact that I was attracted to men, um, and this is like probably post-mission, I identified as same-sex attracted SSA for a while. And um, I kind of had a similar experience to you, Ben. I... The, the longer I identified that way, the more it felt like it was this thing, like an outside influence or a force that was like chasing me around. And I felt like I was always running from it. And for so long, I had tried to run away from just like my orientation in general. And it kind of like validated that feeling of I was in danger to to say that I'm experiencing same sex attraction. And it made me feel like it was a condition. Um so I'm actually really intrigued, Creed, that to you it like feels right and scientific, and um, because for me it just like it just gave me a lot of stress and anxiety. Um, I started transitioning into um, saying I was gay, and uh, I too I really don't like the stigma that sometimes comes with that label. I think there's a lot of perceptions about what being gay is or how gay people act, um, but more than anything, it just um, it. I felt like it was the only widely accepted term that implied my orientation without being like so focused on the sexual aspect of it. Because for me, I think my, my orientation and and my label, I want it to encapsulate more than just sexual attraction. And so to me, I think gay is a better representation of the way I connect with people and how I see the world and my creativity and all these other really valuable things that I think my orientation helps bring into my life. Um, that label just sits better with me. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just oriented towards men sexually, but emotionally and spiritually. Right. And and I think it also is, it goes into the way I connect with different people. Um, I Like being gay allows me to connect with, with women a different way too. Uh, actually, I'll just give an example. Today I was, I was um, wedding dress shopping with my cousin, which is so fun and I loved it. And there was all these other ladies like trying on wedding dresses and somehow, I don't know if there's like a gay energy that I have and... <laughs> Like I wasn't doing anything. I was just sitting there helping my cousin, but then other girls would come over and ask me questions. And I'm like, like leading the entire, uh, like the store. I'm like the expert and the ladies who are helping the dresses are like, "Uh, okay, like, yeah, just go ask him, you know? And so I, I think to me, um, gay kind of like encapsulates that side of my personality and not just that I am attracted to guys. Creed, are there experiences that have led you to identify the way you do now? Sure. Um, well, just listen to Charlie. I mean, I totally agree that 
there are so many different aspects to attraction than just sexual. Uh, there's the romantic, the cognitive, the spiritual, the aesthetic, so many different ways to look at it. And it's so hard to encapsulate inside one word, um, but also experiences um, like you're asking about, Ben. So for me personally, I'm very much open to the idea of marrying a woman still. That's been my goal. And I've tried, like I was engaged once and then it didn't work out. And I learned a lot from that, but I'm still open to the idea. So one reason, another reason why I, I perhaps uh, identify as same-sex attracted is because maybe identifying as gay, I, I uh, publicly at least, maybe shuts people's view of me off from me potentially being a dating partner. I know that can be so tricky and like mm-hmm. mess with people's brains and I don't ever want to like... Um, you know, lead girls on or anything. Cause obviously I've done that in the past. Cause gay guys are so nice. Right. Just to, yeah. We're the best. Typically. We've I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's we a stereotype have. too. No, no. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, that also goes in hand with my goals and plans and experiences is just, I I'm open to the idea of marriage and I don't want to quite shut that off yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe being, maybe talking in this way or labeling myself in this way, is, is beneficial for that. And I'm like I said, my ideas might change. Maybe I'll feel comfortable just saying gay in the future, but also explaining, hey, but if you want to go on a date, let's let's give it a try, you know? But for now, that's what I'm comfortable with. Okay. I really love that you said that your ideas might change. And I think keeping yourself open to change is, is so important. At least for me, it was because so many of my 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 thoughts and just as I became more educated and more mindful and aware of myself, um, the words I used to describe myself changed and kind of my, the way I saw a lot of this has shifted. And I think giving yourself that leeway, um, I mean, I even actually, I identified as bisexual for like two weeks just because I was trying a whole so, two weeks, a whole two weeks because wow. I was trying so hard to, to not identify as gay, you know, and, and I didn't want to. So I was just trying to like air on the side of, of straight and, and, and I know that's not even what bisexual means or especially to like, and I hope that doesn't come across as, as offensive to anyone who is bisexual, but, but that was like my kind of like transitioning period that allowed me to actually be okay with who I am. And so I, I really appreciate that, like sharing your experience with being open to, to changing labels and, and, um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it's like super healthy to just have an open mind about what just feels right for you and not to shut anything off because of um, maybe past uh, ideas or, or baggage that comes with a certain label. I think it's really healthy and important for people to, you know, kind of maybe explore certain labels and give things a try instead of just shutting things down right yeah. away. And, and then honoring the label that someone chooses. Correct. I remember in my 20s, people would ask me if I was gay, and I would say no. And people who knew that I was attracted to men would use the word gay, and I would say, no, no, I'm not gay. I have same-sex attraction. Uh, And now I feel exactly the opposite. Like I would say, I I am gay. I don't have same-sex attraction because that doesn't really feel good to me anymore. And it's because of very personal experiences. Like when I was in my 20s, I was trying so hard to change my orientation. I was praying and fasting and going to the temple so that I could could be straight. And those were some dark, tough times uh, when I identified as having SSA or being same-sex attracted. And so now when I when I 
when someone calls me that or identifies me as that, like it brings back those dark times and those bad memories. And so for me, saying that I'm gay mm-hmm. is just part of accepting that this is one of my characteristics as something that I tried to change and couldn't. So I'm going to live the, my best life the way that I am. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I want to read a quote from um, President Ballard, and this was at a BYU devotional he did in March. Um, he said, March 2020. March 2020, yeah, recently. He said, uh, may I remind you that there is one important identity we all share now and forever, one that we should never lose sight of and one that we should be grateful for. That is that you are and always have been a son or daughter of God with spiritual roots in eternity. And I think, I mean, since the question that we're are discussing today is should I label myself, um, I think remembering for me, remembering that I was a child of God, that I am a child of God helped me figure out how I should label myself and if I should label myself. And I advice I would give to to anyone who's trying to figure out what label works for them or how open to be is, is to pray about it. Because at the end of the day, we are children of God and he wants to guide us and lead us. And um, I, it's just so interesting to me that the three of us are all, um, I know, gay, gay or same sex. Like at, at one point we've all labeled ourselves as SSA, but it meant very different things to all three of us. And I think, um, um, heavenly guidance could be, at least for me was so, it's been so integral in helping me figure out which label works for me. And, and I'm okay that it's different for different people as long as, um, they're connecting with God and, and receiving guidance on, Does that make sense? Yeah. Charlie, do you feel like God has inspired you to call yourself gay? Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Should I talk about that more? (laughs) Well, I'm just, I'm, I guess I never really thought about like, has God inspired me to self-identify as gay? And I'm not, I can't really think of a time that that happened. Like, I'm not sure that's been my case, but it's been what has felt right and comfortable to me. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I even think that God inspired other people to help me make that transition because like I said, for me, SSA was so um, so terrifying. It, it felt so looming to me. And I think um, I had a therapist and I had some, like my sisters and some really good friends who once I was like coming out to them could sense that and helped me realize that um, I could be gay and that I didn't have to subscribe to the same preconceived notions that, that I was subscribing to, you know, because I didn't want to say I'm gay and then people think that I was you know, like somebody that I'm not, I was, I was so afraid of that, but I realized that I can self identify in my own way. And just that helped me like, okay, I'm gay, but I'm, I'm like my version of gay. I'm Charlie, you know? Exactly. I think, I think it's so important that when we do label ourselves, whatever way that people just uh, take us, we'll take anybody as a human being. Mm -hmm. And if they really want to get to know someone, they need to ask or delve into their story, read, read up on their story, because everybody is so different, no matter what label we use. And so I would acknowledge that. And I love your, what you were talking about. I'm a child of God. There's this uh, version of that song that the Bonner family has. Mm-hmm. I cry every time that I listen to it. it I like, don't know it. Yeah. That's very good. Um, I think it's just called Child of God by the Bonner family. YouTube, they have a great music video, but it like just, I really feel the spirit every time I listen to that. Cause it's like yelling out, I'm a child of God. And I do believe that that is our most, you know, uh, top label. Yeah. 
Yeah. Creed, can I ask you a question that I've been asked before? Sure. Uh, so sometimes when I come out and tell someone I'm gay, they say, Ben, you're not gay. You're a child of God. How would you respond to that question? If someone told me or... Yeah, if they said, you're not gay, you're a child of God. I would say, oh, definitely. I'm both. I think I would probably say something like that. At least for me personally, I would say it's so okay to balance yeah. both. And, and Well, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. and I think that that question is kind of rooted in the mentality of you can't be gay and be a faithful child of God. And I, I, I just so strongly disagree with that notion because I, I believe that God created me this way for, for like a special purpose and that because I am who I am, I can connect to other, to other children of God and be a disciple of Christ in a way that maybe some people might not be able to and, and reach certain places and reach certain hearts. And so I, I think it's so, uh, I, I think they can both wholly occupy the same space of being a child of God and being gay because that's, that's that's i mean because it's just me like and i don't know how to explain that other than the fact that like i, I don't know it's just me I, I feel both so strongly and they, they're both so interconnected in my spirit yeah and it's honestly been really hard for me those times when people have said ben you're not gay you're a child of god because it feels really dismissive and invalidating like, i feel like i can be both things and uh and yeah well it's mm-hmm. totally i mean if you're using the word gay as saying i am sexually attracted to men predominantly then for someone to say, no, you're not, like that's just an untruth. And it's, yeah. it is, it, it does feel, I mean, well, it's just wrong. It's like, D- this, well, this I am of, attracted yeah. to men, so you can't say that I'm not. Like, so mm-hmm. I would love to share an aspect about labels that I've learned recently. There's some cool research that has been done. And obviously more research needs to be done, but from this sample at least of uh, raised Mormon or currently Mormon individuals, Labeling yourself as uh, LGB, LGBTQ or SSA, there's actually no noticed uh, health differences like mental or physical health differences. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I at least was really excited by that because it's like, oh, great. So I'm not like dying over here because I'm labeling myself as SSA or like um, somebody over there isn't, you know, it's just uh, like wild for labeling gay, right? Is that what you're trying to say? Right. So yeah. I, I just so obviously this is one sample. More research needs to be done, but at least I liked how it it came out as, uh, you know, the th- mental and physical health differences were not different with Mormons labeling themselves as either or. Yeah, or Latter Day Saints. Correct. Yes. Ah, labels. That's the word. I get you every time. <laughs> yes, but oh, that's that's, cool. Im- that's important that you you figure out what you're comfortable with, you're healthy with labeling yourself as, and that you're, you're f- you feel like your, your lifestyle, your goals are congruent with that label. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Please remember that we do not re- represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or Brigham Young University. We are not trying to be prescriptive or tell anyone what to think or what to do. Today, you heard three perspectives and there are many, many more. We encourage you to listen to other voices and hear a wide variety of experiences. If you'd like to submit a question or share a comment about today's episode, you can email us at questionsfromthecloset at gmail.com. Until next time.